The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Cowboys Nation? And welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, brought to you by Fansided and home of the Landry Hat. Com. We're not home of it. The LandryHat.com is home of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Anyways, what we do uh, on this episode, this kind of new uh, Sunday, usually we would do an episode on uh, Sunday of, or Mondays or whenever the Cowboys were playing. So we'd be doing two episodes a week. But with the season done, the 2022 NFL season wrapped up, we need to kind of add to um, talking about the Cowboys at least more than once a week because uh, there's just so much going on even in this time of no football. So what we talk about in this episode is CD's 40 time. We go back and look at that. Uh, we got 4.5 by the way. Uh, we also look at three Cowboys on the hot seat. Byron Jones warning NFL players to say no to NFL doctors. Uh, and which current players are busts on the Dallas Cowboys right now. All this and more. Uh, we do visit the Landry Hot, the LandryHat.com, and we'll screw that up. Uh, but you know that's just typical of these intros, right? Uh, we do visit the LandryHat.com for these articles. Uh, if you want to come and join us on the live sh- show, jump into our live chat, uh, watch the video because I mean there's uh, a lot of stuff that we're looking at and sharing on screen as we're going along. Please visit that, visit us. Like and subscribe and all that good jazz that you get told to do. It does make a difference at youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Or if you just search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we will show up. Um, and uh, also on all the social medias, all the good ones anyways, at Cowboys Can Fan. Uh, come follow us. Drop into our DMs there. And um, yeah, show us some love or just hate on us too. Because that's that can be fun, although sometimes it can be very painful. All right, and a big shout-out to the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D, and then the word network. It's a group of uh, fantastic podcasts, and if you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, definitely want to check out the Grid Network. Um, they're, you know, cover all sports from a lot of uh, uh, great young minds that one day you're going to see will be um, the voices of the Internet, whatever that means. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Sunday show, Sunday show, what's up? Sunday show, Sunday show, what's up? Sunday show, Sunday show, Sunday show. Not the ice cream. <laughs> Sunday show, uh, uh. Sunday I mean, it's show. actually, it's not that rare that we didn't have a Sunday show. Well, if you think about it, just a, oh, no yeah. Sunday show in the last since the Cowboys have been exited out, but we had been rolling and it was actually a kind of, I'm glad we're doing this Sunday thing because I feel like, I feel like once a week isn't enough. We get to Wednesday or Thursday and it feels like there's so much shit that happens that one, it's too hard to cram in. Yeah. And two, we, by the time we get talking about it, it's kind of irrelevant already. What do you guys think? I, I think, well, I love, I love doing it twice a week anyways. And so yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. Um, 
you know, ideally we're going to be doing a uh, a five day a week uh, broadcast at some yeah. point. In Monday the, through in the Fridays, future. we'll be doing episodes. Looks like we got a, fr- a freeze up already. Doesn't matter. Keep it keep keep, keep keep talking. Yeah, no, I that'd be sweet if we could. Well, before we do anything, let's get one of these. Yeah. Oh Crack them if you got them. Me and me and Adam are drinking. Uh, Clinking if we got drinking. some. Like we're like we're like we've got some. Uh, what is it? Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. <laughs> what on. are you guys? What are you guys drinking in there? It's a gin and tonic. A, I like a clean gin and tonic. By the way, what's that mean? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it tastes like a fucking flower, like a perfume, kind of. I don't hate it. <laughs> yeah. Technical difficulties, Te- technical, te- technical difficulties. Well, uh, while Adam's so, getting- sun- Sundays are off to a- so Sundays are off. <laughs> Sundays are off to a shit start. Holy the Sundays are off to a blaze. So we got to We got to We're glitching on YouTube. Uh, OBS doesn't like us, but whatever. We're going to keep we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, so what we're going to plan on doing this time, I think we're going to try to what, stick to articles and we're going to try to just instead of as much banter, just what? hammer out through some articles or what's the what aj what's your plan for this sunday night sale yeah well i think we're just going to kind of go hard um we we are we have been writing some articles so we're basically going to just recap the stories that we've been talking about and looking at this week and uh maybe have a quick little convo we're looking at maybe a 30 maximum 40 minute type of uh a cast here so we're already six minutes deep um, <laughs> but you know what? We, we, we're not going to count the, the minutes, but we're just going to try to do a little quick one here. So to start off with something that I just want to like bring up again, because it's an old story, but it's uh, nothing's changed. And I think the argument's gotten even stronger. Um, we uh, Bobby Wagner, free agent. What are your thoughts on drafting a linebacker or going for Bobby Wagner? And then maybe that pushes linebacker need another year well i was actually reading an article saying that and i kind of agree with this you're always going to have these uh free agents kind of linked towards the cowboys but i the way the cowboys have went about their business in recent off seasons and throughout the season it's pretty high it's pretty unlikely that we're going to get wagner mm-hmm. so i I'm, I'm thinking the cowboys are still going to have to try to just think about drafting a linebacker instead of trying to pl- take a plug and place guy like bobby wagner i would love bobby wagner I think he'd be a great piece to help us on our way to a Super Bowl. But I don't, the way the Cowboys have ran the last 10 years, I, I just don't think it's feasible. Right. Well, at the end of the day, then you either are looking at, like I would I would want Bobby Wagner, but the other option, of course, is LVE. I'm sure there's some other uh, linebackers on the free agency. But if, we're, if you're going to go, if you're not going uh, Wagner, then I'm looking for, someone on uh, in the uh, draft because I don't think LV's I think he's going to be a little more pricey he's kind of priced himself into another tier level in my opinion uh, that I don't think he's worth yeah he's older I I don't think I don't and I think the Cowboys are kind of how you're thinking they're gonna try to find through the draft or extend a guy like LVE to maybe another one-year deal or possibly two-year but the chances of Bobby coming are very slim um, okay. And then we were also sharing some, uh, article. Well, this is kind of, this is kind of a fun article I got up on uh, yep. the Landry hat at CD lamb 40 time. How did he compare to the other wide receivers? So as we know, CD lamb was taken in the first round of the 2020 draft 
And it's unclear whether Will McClay and company were set on drafting a receiver, but because CeeDee Lamb fell to him at 17, it was pretty much one of the situations where if the best player in that spot falls to you, you yeah. take him. And obviously, Justin Jefferson went a few picks later, but it's just interesting to see uh, what CeeDee Lamb's 40 time was. And he actually ran, which isn't a very fast time, he ran a 4.51. Yeah, which that isn't, is not slow. Or that is not fast at all. That's not considered blazing speed by any chance. Like you're not, you're not, you're not looking at a wide receiver, and maybe that's why CD fell a little bit. And this is the thing with the combine and why it ends up being such a big deal. Um, so I'm just never, watching his run here. Oh, you got it up there. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's just a 40 yard run. There's not much I can really tell uh, between 4.5 and 4.3, but. It's that metric that on the field it matters, yeah. right? Like me, me and you, we could watch a million people run the forty, and between four point seven and four point two. I mean, a four point two is obvious. I think like a guy can, like yeah, a guy like Tyree Kill, he runs a forty yard dash, and you and you you realize it. But maybe this forty yard time by C.D. Lamb is kind of why he fell to seventeen because that's not jumping out at the table. You're expecting a round wide or first round wide receiver to run at least, I would say, a four four. So, yeah, and um, the uh, <clears throat> Jerry Rice also ran a, a slow. I'm going to look that up right now, but I think he was he, four six. Yeah. So, but that's also, I mean, that's hard to tell too, though. That's back in the 80s, right? Like these guys, I'd say the 40 times on a whole have probably jumped up with four just the training seven. programs. Yeah, four seven. Well, but it's, still, inter- it's, in- it's interesting here, though, because in terms of the 40 yard dash, Lamb's four five one didn't sniff the top ten amongst the receivers in twenty twenty. Henry Rugg stole the show with a blazing four two seven, while South Miss South Mississippi Kez Watkins posted a four thirty five. Darnell Mooney and Denzel Mims both clocked in at four thirty eight. So Ceedee Lamb, a seventeenth overall pick, did not even crack the top ten fastest wide receiver times. But this is another thing. How much how much do you put into a 40 time? Because obviously CD Lamb has worked out for us, right? So and look at Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, uh, well, obviously what happened with him in in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But look, the it, the the issue with these metrics is they are they do play a part in football. Running 40 yards, okay, like just from a uh especially a layman like myself, point of view, like, okay, how fast can you run 40 yards? That seems pretty reasonable. You're going to be running that quite a bit in the game. But the other one, the other metrics matter in combination with that because they're not, you, you're you never going to draft a, a, a wide receiver based strict, well, actually that's not true, but you never want to uh, draft a wide receiver based strictly off of one metric. Oh, he's super fast, but he's got us. He's slow when on the agile combine results. This is the, this is the thing. If you like a wide receiver before he runs the 40 time, I don't think that's a reason if he has a slower 40 to knock him. But if you're on the fence with a guy and then he runs a really fast 40, that has a better effect of jumping a player up than a guy that you've watched tape on that you've been impressed with. You know what I mean? Like, if you watch tape and you like a guy, like if if you had CeeDee Lamb at 17 as the best player on the board, on the board, you don't dock him because he wasn't the top 10 fastest receivers in the league. You liked him because of the stuff on the field, catching the ball, awareness, well, uh, separation, route running, you know? Like, there's so many other factors to being a wide receiver in the NFL than just speed. You got, you got to look at what they're doing in combination all over. It really does help when a player like... Um, stands out in one in one of those um, combine 
uh, whatever drills that they run them through. That, that It's like, it's great to see, but you do want to see them perform on all levels because there's a lot of things you can be like, okay, they're weak here, they're weak there, but this is how uh, we feel that they're going to run in our scheme and that their skill set that they're showing right now suits up really well. You also have to be wor- like be cautious of people People are, um, they're trained to perform in the combine, uh, I, I don't know what to call them, adventures, the combine uh, challenges, the combine drills. <laughs> drills. But, but drills. Like, yeah, drills. <laughs> combine adventures. <laughs> hey, here at the NFL combine, uh, combine we do adventure tactics. We're Tactic up, next, up next, the 40-yard adventure. <laughs> up next, the vertical height adventure. <laughs> but they um they like yeah they they like can train specifically for those to perform very well where it's really yeah. not a true showing of how they are in the field it definitely shows off how athletic a person can be but like yeah li- like we were just talking about that 40 yard dash and with cd lamb as well like there is on speed on speed on field speed that you cannot calculate in those events the other thing you can't calculate and i don't know if you already brought it up since when i was not where i think technical difficulties are are been Result, resolved, resolved. Holy yeah you know how you know how i can tell technical difficulties have been I'm resolved talking? you're talking i, I wasn't even watching <laughs> i just got i just got away from looking at the stream and i knew as soon as ads started talking yeah. it's gonna be clear but um, calvin no, Watkins. I was, gonna, I was gonna say about cd calvin lamb, Walk- i was gonna say about cd lamb what do you guys rate his uh full back ink on a scale of one to ten. Oh yeah, his tatty. He lo- yeah. his t- the the full tat uh, back tat that he had. Yeah. Pr- pretty sweet looking. That's dope. Should I pull it up? Is that what you're trying to hint at? So C D Lamb on where he would end up in the first round when he got drafted. He said, "I had no expectations. I didn't know what to expect. I was a, a loss for words. I didn't know they were going to draft me." And talking about the Cowboys. So I mean, they do keep it pretty quiet when they're going to take a player. Yeah, and I'm glad we got him. I'm glad maybe maybe it's a blessing that he ran four five one. Otherwise, maybe he doesn't last till seventeen. Yeah, no, his who knows? It's four five one does seem very slow though. <laughs> it it is. It's very slow. Not even a top ten. Um, that's a, that's a Landry hat article, and we're actually got another one. If you want, if we want to, yeah, bring it up. three prospects the Cowboys could take in the first round of the 2023 draft. You guys want to look into that? Sure. Yeah. So this is another Landry Hat uh, article. They're just going through three draft picks that we haven't even talked about. Uh, the first one they have is Osiris Terrence, which is an offensive guard. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to would want to take a guard at at twenty six. But it's back to the fact if the if the Cowboys draft an offensive lineman with their first pick, I'm just going to assume that he's good. They've been so good at drafting first ta- first round talent. Um, offensive lineman Tyler Smith, mm-hmm. Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, and Tyron Smith in the last you know, 12, 13 years. So if the Cowboys get to 26 and they see this guard Osi- uh, Osiris Tor- uh, Torrance and they like him and they take him, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with it. Uh, I, I don't have that article up. Sorry, I'm... I'm okay, number two, Keely Ringo CP. I'll just go through and see if... Yep. Keely Ringo CB at two. So we've talked CB. We've talked about him a little bit. Uh, and then their third one is another weapon for Prescott, who's Zay Flowers at wide receiver. So those are three guys that the Landry Hat thinks they could possibly target with the 26 overall, overall pick. And again, Zay we're, we're, kind, hear that we're kind of thinking... We're kind of thinking position-wise, right? So for us, guys that don't know the ins and outs of every player... You, we're looking more at the position than the player. So the three that they think offensive guard, cornerback, wide receiver. And we've talked a lot about cornerback and wide receiver being 
what we think they'll target in the first round. Will, mm-hmm. Will McClay is calling in right now. He says Torrance is very powerful, but Brian Broadus believes he needs to lose some weight. I haven't finished my film on him, but he seems like the highest rated guard for most people. And then Ultra Cowboy, who I think he was the actual uh, that hurts guy from the other night, said earlier if we drafted Hendon Hooker yet. So I think Ultra <laughs> Cowboy was trying to troll us. As he was it. He, he was, was in disguise. Yeah. Um, thing about Zay Flowers is his size. Maybe I'm just like too much of a uh, size hog. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you like you like the big daddies, you know. Yeah, but like five ten, one seventy two. So let's say he can get up to 185 it just seems i i just want i like a big body receiver and i don't know maybe this guy's uh the way that he plays it doesn't really effing matter um well like when we had deffy on the show and and ej savage on the show they said if you're looking for your prototypical wide receiver in this draft you're not going to really get it because a lot of the guys are kind of that slot receiver build even the guy we traded up in our mock draft uh, to grab in the first overall pick, Jordan Addison. He yeah. was only what five, I think, ten, one hundred and seventy-five yeah, pounds. Really similar. So realistically, most most of the wide receivers in this draft class aren't anyone that's going to be. Maybe that's what we uh, need. I don't. I don't effing know. Um, but you know, I, I put all my faith in the uh, people who do the rankings to make my decisions. So, <laughs> so it's it's all BPA based. I put on all my day. yeah. I put all my faith <laughs> in the two of you and our chat. For who we draft. Yeah, I mean, look. It's only half right, you know? My mind has not changed yet as to what we should be focusing on. Still, like, uh, wide receiver, real heavily. Um, I'm not really big on a defensive interior. I like linebacker and cornerback. And I think, like, obviously running back too. But right now, until something changes, it's just not on my list. But, like, Zeke gets cut or something like that, then okay. It's gonna Did change. you guys see the tweet from Des Bryant about Zeke and how everyone's uh, how everyone um, hates him, hate, hating on him now? It goes kind of back to the 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 from, from what Prescott? he's Des Bryant. Oh, um, and how like Zeke's put his body on the line and and it was a pretty, yeah like every pretty, effing football player. Okay, it was a pretty. I thought it was a pretty. Uh, when yeah, I, I got a good seg- I got a good segue for that about putting your body on the line. What about that news that came out yesterday? Well, that's, about- wh- that's where I. Th- that's why I think it was reposted with uh, uh, Byron. Um- oh hi, I'm Fake Jerry Jones. Whenever I'm relaxing in my office, I like to listen to the sweet serenade of my favorite Hawaiian tunes while I check out the latest Cowboys Can Fan podcast. This one has been a gooder. Anyways, these boys need to pay some bills, so hang on while we get through some ads. Well, now that those ads are finally over, we can get back to the podcast, and I can get back to salting my McMuffins. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, Byron Jones Byron coming Jones. out saying, coming out saying, everyone knows the Cowboys drafted him in the first round a few years ago. He went over to Miami, ended up getting making bank, becoming the highest paid cornerback. Some people kind of linked him maybe coming back to the Cowboys after the season to be kind of a stopgap player. But he came out and surprise retired, say, saying he can't jump, he can't run, and kind of dropped the bomb saying he doesn't think it was worth the, mo- the amount of money he made for the wear and tear that he's taken on his body. And now that we're talking about that, I kind of want to ask, ask you guys, like this dude got $57 million guaranteed, so he got paid that. Uh, I, I understand every like you can't enjoy money if you're bent out of shape and broken down, but $57 million is a lot of money. There's people, in my opinion, there's people doing 
hard jobs everywhere in the world that are getting paid a substantially less amount. And that doesn't take any credit or discredit what he said. But I, I still think anyone in the position that's able to play in the NFL would take the risk yeah. and the reward. Yep. Uh, but it, it sucks that he's banged up because you don't want to see a guy get out of the NFL well, the, and be, we, be banged out. We don't know. Abs- I mean, again, not calling him a liar, but we have no idea what he did and he didn't do through that time, through eight years. Obviously, his body's going to have some massive abuse done to it. But you would hope that with the way technology is going, he's going to be able to have some sort of like decent recovery over the next little bit because he's still a young guy. It's not like his it's not like he's 75 and this chronic pain's happening. And I think there's things that he could probably do. Or, or he's fucked for 40 years. Or he's fucked for 40 years, uh, which would he, suck. Here's the thing that he says, though. He says, don't take the pills they give you and don't take the injectable. So, like, this is, like, something we've all, or I I always joke about when a player goes limping off into the, to a tent. It's like, yeah, okay, get the needle out or get the pills out or whatever which the hell they, they do. do. Which they do. And then you which go back out and play. They do. And that adds up. And, and he's not the only, he's not the member. There was a bunch of San Francisco players. And I don't know if it was a... What the if there maybe was an internal issue on the team and this was just the way out for some players, but there was a bunch of them and and there were other players as well who retired, um, be, very young. Uh, who, who was that? Uh, San Francisco linebacker. Do you remember Patrick Willis? Patrick Willis, yeah, retired Hall like, of Famer, ha- yeah. Hall of Famer Patrick Willis. Yeah, he retired early. I mean that you get a lot of these guys they retire early because they kind of see the writing on the wall. Do you want to do this for another five years? And be completely fucked, or do you want yeah. to kind of make, grab your money and make out like a bandit? Uh, the thing with the cornerback position too, mm. it's not even probably one of the most highly like contacted positions in the field. So if this, you could just imagine dudes that are playing in the trenches, what their bodies must must feel like. And Byron Jones, honestly, throughout his career, he I don't I didn't really follow him in Miami, but in Dallas, he played. I don't I can't remember him being out too too much with injuries, but it just shows the game eventually takes a toll. Yeah, and everyone everyone is like born differently that with things that you can't uh, control in terms of your body's like structure. So some guys are very athletic, but yep. they just have a weak point that just keeps breaking on them, and it and it fucks their career. Or the one th- fucks the them one thing, yeah, fucks them later, forever, yeah. right? The well, one thing with like consult an outside doctor. I mean, there was a lot of shit in the news with the NFL this year with. Uh, Tua, Tua, Tua take, yeah, yeah, Tua with his head injuries and then yep. them putting them out there. And it's like, you could, in that one game where you got the double concussions, after the first one, when he came back in, you're like, man, that guy should not be in. And then yeah. one of the next plays, he gets power slammed onto his head and you know, that you got the image of his hands yeah. crimpling up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I probably would have, I would still, given the position, if I heard someone saying that to me, I would say, well, it's probably not going to happen to me. I'm going to take my chance. And probably would in that game time decision take a pill or take some sort of injection shot to keep going. So oh, you you would you would need a you would need a mox a mox and uh, yeah. from Varsity Blues to come in and I'm telling you do not put, do not put that if you stick that if you stick that needle anywhere to his knee I I swear to God I will kill you bud. <laughs> yeah, there there was a, a quite a bit of a mixed response to online. Of course there was like the uh, far one side and far other side 
But then, like, there was a lot of people who were considering it pretty. And some guys had stories like, oh, I was injured. I've been hurt 16 years working on the job. I would have totally taken $57 million. Like, yeah. Oh, de- you know, definitely. So. Yeah, you, you, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I mean. That's kind of what I was saying. Like, if you're going to get that amount of money, I right. mean, this is one thing. It's not like these guys are just learning about the the chances of hurting their bodies. So he... It twenty or hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, of course, now that he's banged up and is leaving the NFL, he's saying he wouldn't have done it. But any twenty year old kid is going to see the chance of uh, they've wanted to be an they're NFL player, it. professional yep. football player their whole life. There's just no way that they're not doing it. Yeah. Ultra Cowboy says, as a veteran, I have no sympathy for a millionaire. Byron, <laughs> hey. Byron Jones equals crybaby. <laughs> and you know what? I can see, like, like we were saying, I can see both sides of it. I yep. can see. A hundred percent. I could see either way. Nate Dogg's everyone, in the house. At the end of the day, every sup, Nate Dog. Everyone makes a decision Stop to do what they do with their bodies, and he made the decision to play yeah, football absolutely. for X amount of years. Yep. Nate Dog says, "When did Natalie Portman's character from V for Vendetta become a Cowboys fan?" Oh, that's a- <laughs> oh, oh, that's AJ. <laughs> that's hot. Yeah, I had to get that in there. Um, okay, great, great flick, by the way. Great, great flick. You, remember, remember, or the 5th of November. We shared another uh, article here. This is, um, again, off of uh, thelandryhat.com. Mm. Which Three- is the home of the Cowboys Can Fan Hell podcast. Yeah. Uh, by uh, Jerry Trotta. Trotto? Trotta. Uh, three Cowboys on the hot seat heading into 2023 offseason. Now, b- before we look at this, let's just guess one player each to see if we can guess that they're on the list. Mike McCarthy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guaranteed, guaranteed McCarthy's on the list. Because it there. says Cowboys and not player. Very sneaky. Yeah, I, I would say I would say he's on the list. Three Cowboys on the hot seat heading into 20. Now, could you say the hot seat as Dan Quinn's job as a defensive coordinator is on the line because he could take over as head coach? No. No. Okay, so that's technically not a hot seater? I don't, I don't think Dan Quinn's on any hot seat. No, but I mean a hot I mean, seat in order to Dan get Quinn. a job promotion. You, you could, could say, say Dan that. Quinn, but I I don't think he's going to be on it just because I get what you're saying. He his seat he might not be defensive coordinator because he might end up being a head coach. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I think they're making it sound like if you have a shitty year, you're getting fired. I, I'll, I'll make a I'll make a guess then. Okay, are we are we doing? So we said Mike McCarthy, OBS. Yep. Yeah. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. Well, well, Elliot might not even be on the team this year. <laughs> well, that's why he's he's on just a hot pick, seat right now, you, heading you into the twenty twenty three offseason. I, I just I just named half the offense. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. pick one, I, and then I'm going to pick one. Oh, I thought that's, we were I thought we were allowed to say all three. Well, you Anth, Anth, Anth picked, picked Mike McCarthy. McCarthy. I'll pick. Yeah. So are you picking mine as well? Then I'm picking. You pick mine too. I picked Dak Prescott. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say, who's on the hot seat? Hmm gonna be don't look at chat because chat i want to say michael gallup no okay okay he says Michael. just because he'll be on the team i mean there's other guys but we don't know what they're gonna do okay uh, let, let's have a look here chat says mike mccarthy not going anywhere the joneses love him tyron smith zeke and i think hooker says ej okay okay let's have a look he right, hooker really hmm. oh and kilo c says he's already read this one neville gallimore canadian bread you had this article <laughs> up I didn't even know that that was the one. Oh, I, yeah, I, did. I, I saw. Okay, I saw. Okay, you did see this. Okay, so see, I think I think we kind of didn't even think about Gallimore because we're a little bit blinded by our red and white yeah. that yeah. we would never say such a thing. We would plus, not, we're, never plus we're BFFs. Him, plus we're BFFs with his agent. So mm-hmm. yeah, shout out Sam Lee. So yeah, but but I do see that Neville Gallimore actually going into the San Fran game was a healthy scratch. He didn't have as great a season this year as he did 
2021. Mm-hmm. He failed to kind of, you know, you always want that always going up type um, angle. And he kind of was down and down and out at the end of the season. So I can, I can respect it, but I don't like it. Well, this is the biggest thing. Uh, he played 16. He appeared, sorry, in 16 games and played 35% of the snap. So that's a fairly uh, large amount of uh, contribution it depends on who's taking up the rest of that, you know, 60 plus or 60 or so percent. So if they cut them, they save 2.74 million. Yeah, it's not a huge amount. Depends what you think he's got left in the tank. If he's worth bringing back, could be more trouble than not. Okay, we got number two. So, okay, number so two. far, one of us is wrong. Oh, I was right and I you didn't right. say him. Well, you, you said him, but then you redacted. You, you redacted. <laughs> See, oh, you've been on Reddit. See, this is the this is the thing I don't get. I kind of didn't think. I, well, I didn't think Zeke really because I'm he thinking guys too. that we know are for sure on the yeah. team. I'm I'm honestly thinking like guys that are going to be playing next year, no matter what. Zeke might not even be on the team at the start of the season. Well, I guess that's. I why. already think. I already think he's kind of already on a hot seat, to be honest. But that's but that's the whole point of the article. Three Cowboys well, I thought who it, are in the hot seat going into the 2023 offseason. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I might have okay. not like, said that's it. That's like right I read, now. Hey, you know me. I read that wrong. I might have not said it right. AJ. De- <laughs> I was AJ. I've, I, I, I took it as three, pl- three people or three players that if they don't perform in 2023 are going out. These all make way more sense to me now. Yeah. Okay. Because Zeke, Zeke for sure, and and Neville Gallimore. So I don't think it's going to be Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's hundred percent. I think you're right with Mike McCarthy. But I think it. Mike McCarthy is going to be like he's going to be the coach in 2023. So I think it's I think number one is going to be someone. Don't hit it yet. Oh, I, almost feel I like just we, did. Hit sorry. It. Oh, did you? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, it is Mike McCarthy. It is. Okay. Because Woo. it said at the bottom. It said at the at the link to the next page. It said man at the helm. So I already knew. I don't need nailed even, it. Yeah. So we did get two out of the three, didn't we? Yeah, well, yeah. Te- technically. 1.5. Um, we'll take a point five because I said Dak and do Zeke. I, do I agree with this one? Yes. I mean, I guess. I think he kind of reset his year. It depends. Like, this is the thing. The ar- article's kind of confusing. Are we talking about going into 2023 or after 2023? Oh. After 2020. Oh, after you're right. 2023. Oh, you're right. Because... Actually, hang on. Three Cowboys on the hot seat heading into 2023. Well, that's the so 2023 I guess, I guess he's still technically. I guess he's technically on the hot seat because if he doesn't perform, he's sure. fired. Yeah, so hot seat doesn't mean you're gone. And I think that's the same thing that they're looking at with Zeke. If they can't get trade value for him, they'll probably keep him for one more year. Hot seat, hot seat, yeah. It's so hot, Zeke, <laughs> in here. Um, there, there was another article here that that we had um, for Dallas Cowboy player. Cowboy players who we can safely call busts. Nut Are we going to guess these? You know what? I think we got to guess these hey, ones. I'm not um, going to click on it until uh, before we, Adam's watching. Before we head into head off of this, aha! Crack him if you got him, son. Uh, it's weird because your thing, your thing ruins it. Ultra Cowboy brings up a good point, which he only rarely does it. Uh, <laughs> he go, ca- crack it if crack you got, got it. it. Crack that warm mango neutral. <laughs> um. Ultra says Cowboys media hate a coach that won 25 games in two years. Cowboy fans are delusional. See, and I agree with them. The only the only way that he would be on the hot seat is if he completely crashes and burns. I think it's good that he's finally getting his chance to call plays. That's what he's wanted to do since he's been in Dallas. You got to give the guy some credit. Like he said, uh, his first year, obviously the 
the pandemic year plus not having a quarterback, I kind of give him a wash. And then back-to-back seasons, he takes the team and goes 12 and 5. First, the the one year makes uh loses in the wild card, second year loses in the divisional. But at some point you need to say, hey, okay, our point is to not win 12 games in the season. Our our goal is to win the Super Bowl, not get to the playoffs, right? Playoffs. Playoffs. Obviously, you have to get there, but you still need to keep succeeding. I would love to see him be in the, I think if he makes an NFC championship game. Obviously, he's back for again, and then obviously, if he wins a Super Bowl, that'd be awesome. What? So, if you had a football team, real quick, real quick question here: What yeah, would we call be them? The, the Sardis Snakes? Yeah, of course. Chillac Knights and uh, the Johnsonville Junkies and Johnsonville <laughs> Junkie Jaguars, like like Magic Hands. <laughs> the name changes from year. No, to year. the first team. The first team he was was the Rider Like Bushman. Remember? Yeah, the Bushman. The Rider Like Bushman was his first team and then they then because for whatever reason even though he was a founding father he was an expansion team so the next year he became the magic hands and then <laughs> somewhere he became the johnsonville Junkies. oh now i'm going back to bushman rider like yeah. bushman okay okay anyway uh if you're starting a team okay. what are the three most pivotal positions that you build around coach. quarterback quarterback or that that's... coach quarterback no no are we saying coach is, can is coach be coach one or are no, we just do you are the players? coach that's not oh, a position. Okay. Coach is not a position. Well, am I the coach or am I GM? <laughs> You're both. <laughs> You're Jerry Jones, if baby. If I'm the GM, then I want to have a coach that's on my side. Your coach, owner, uh, GM, and water boy. <laughs> and trainer. Okay. And head trainer. Sweet. I, I, I think quarterback in today's NFL, you got to go quarterback. Yep. yep. Uh, left tackle is pretty important. Unless you have a right-handed or left-handed quarterback, then I'd say right tackle. But I think if you had a quarterback, a left tackle, and then a defensive end, That'd be my like edge. Sorry, I should say I should make that edge because like a Micah's an edge, right? So I think edge, left tackle, quarterback for me. You know what? I might go. I might go wide receiver, running back, linebacker, and the reason being is I think you could bring in a nice average QB with a fucking stud RB and stud wide receiver, and make a really good offense out of that. And then linebacker, you get a nice middle linebacker, can just eat up a lot of the field or take up responsibility for a lot of that middle of the field and help make uh, people who are just more average better. Yeah, I'm going to go. Can I argue that? Just yeah. Can I just argue yeah, that a little course. bit? We, we've looked at it before, uh, quarterbacks that have played in the Super Bowl the last 10 years or 15 years. Yeah. Name the last mediocre quarterback that played in the Super Bowl. Trent like they've they're, yeah, which is what? Like, that's in two, th- you know what I mean? <laughs> so, the only reason I say quarterback is because every time, like, you got what this year, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, Patrick Mahomes is his team's always going to be in the hunt. I just think quarterback's such a pit, like, it's such an important there. So, there's probably only like 15 people that could do it well on the planet, whereas a running back, maybe you're I better, like, then maybe you're better to stack your one side of the ball, then. Yeah. I do. I would do quarterback. I would do left. I was going to say left guard. Interesting, um, but maybe I will go with left tackle as well, and because then you defensive could defensive end too. And, nope, I was going <laughs> to say defensive end, but when I'm if I'm looking at one, I need a pivotal role. I don't think you're going to get. I think a, a a linebacker, middle linebacker. I want like a Ray Lewis who can kind of command the field. I, technically, you could say that Micah Parsons doing the same thing on defense as defensive end, even though he's like a hybrid player. But I don't think it's it's harder to find a. A Micah Parsons, and you could probably find like a top linebacker more consistently. So, linebacker, left tackle, maybe left guard, and then quarterback. We got so, 
Yeah. That's four. That's four. Ad's good at numbers. Well, I said <laughs> always, you're no, always, I, cheat, you're I'm always just, cheating. I'm just letting you know. Okay, fine. I'll go, I'll go left guard since Ann said left tackle. Hey, like. So EJ saying that the last mediocre quarterback to play in the Super Bowl is Jimmy G. I should re- re- uh, re-say what I meant to win a Super Bowl then. To win a Super Bowl, who's the last mediocre quarterback? Fair. Uh, Nick because. Foles. Okay, so. Good call. F- four Dallas Cowboys players, and we can wrap it up after this. Uh, yep, let's do it. Four Dallas Cowboys players we can safely call busts. Do we want to try to guess all four together, or are we going to go around the room? How? We yeah, gonna- let's just guess right now. Let's just guess. Will- I'm, I'm Calvin Joseph has to be on there. Calvin Joseph. I mean, it's going to be all current Cowboy players. Yeah, they got to be on the roster. I imagine Jaylen, they're on the J- roster. Jalen Tolbert. Okay, let me try to look at this without spoiling it. Jerry Jones. I think you just spoiled it for me, oh. but I guess it's uh, ultra it's gonna, ca- ultra. So while Alex be looking, on the roster, while, while Alex is looking for that, Ultra Cowboy says top five positions: QB. Left tackle, wide receiver, defensive end, CB number one. Yep. Cowboys CB have four of huge. the. Cowboys have four of the five in Tyler Smith, CD, Micah Parsons, and Dig. He's it's, thinking <laughs> Dak isn't. Is well, a, he's no. He he keeps thinking. Oh yeah, Cowboy. I can't wait for the Dak. Uh, Dak people to start melting da- down once we draft Hendon Hooker. That's why I was like, oh, he's totally. He was totally hurts the hurts guy from. <laughs> hey man, we've we've already said like we. We think the Cowboys should draft a quarterback this year. Okay, so I yeah, I think it's time. I oh, guess it is current, current guys. Sorry. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna say Boston. just from just because we saw, this is not opinion, but I think they're gonna have Gallimore on this list. So yeah, uh, I think Gallimore. Asking, that's asking, a good call. Chat's asking who, uh, what, what's the thing? So basically, we are who are the big four biggest Dallas Cowboy players who are a bust that are current players on the team. That's the that's the subject right so now. So we got what we have to do is you have to think one, you have to think where they were drafted. So obviously Calvin Joseph, he was a second round player. He's gonna be on there. Neville Gallimore, I think, was a third round third pick. Round, so there's as a it said. there's a there's a very good what do you mean? Oh, are you guys Wait, looking at no, it? No, right no, 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 the last no, one. No. It said we said he was a third rounder. Okay, so I'm, I'm that's I'm why Alex, that's, that's why Alex is like, Oh, this is yeah, this is we should have that's why he's on the hot seat, because he's a third rounder. Okay. So Gallimore, boss man, fat. Do we think Tolbert after one year could be no, on there? No, I do. You think so? I, I said do. Tolbert, but uh, Kahuna. He's saying, on my fucking hot seat. He's on your hot seat. <laughs> so who else that we need to? I'm trying to think who else says. Uh, who else have we drafted? Boss man, Tolbert, Ball, and Nashawn Wright says ultra. And I'm just trying to think. Like, would Nashawn Wright? He was a fourth, fourth overall. I, I could say right. Simi, I, I, I agree. With. No, he was sixth round, I think. That seems just too far back. I'm gonna I like that. I like Neville Gallimore, Bossman Fat, Tolbert, and right. uh Nishan Wright. I think those are pretty good picks. Savage is saying Gallimore and Joseph hundred percent. Well, let's jump in and see. Ultra says that Nishan Wright was a third. <laughs> okay, so third. So yeah, definitely Josh Ball? O T? Where were your expectations in the first place <laughs> to say that he's a fucking bust? Use a fourth round <laughs> pick in twenty twenty one on Marshall. Ch so there so they uh, were going down back to the fourth. So he has been terrible. He has not he has not been good sure. at, at all. But, but like, fourth round is that a considered a bust? I feel like a fourth round pick is kind of like yeah, you would love for them to c- contribute, but if they don't, like I feel like top three rounds you could consider a bust. Yes, I agree. After the third round, I think you start to throw those things away. And to be quite honest, it for fourth round especially. 
it really depends what what are you are you in the top of the fir- fourth round or are you in the bottom because there's a huge difference there are some players that are second third round caliber that sneak into the first five, three four five picks of that fourth round sometimes once in a blue moon and you can grab them but after the fourth round i think you're really you're kind of now moving into instead of like oh we're drafting for players to start on the team now you're rolling more of that chance dice or drafting based off of a a trait Right, the guy who runs the four two but can't catch a fucking football. Okay, yep. let's see if we can teach him how to catch. He's a fugazi. <laughs> but anyways, rant over. Uh, disagree because so because my expectations weren't so high for Ball in the first place to warrant being like a bust. You didn't expect you didn't expect him to come in and have play time. You know, like at the time they took Josh Ball, you had Tyron Smith and uh, Lael Collins as your yeah, starters. Exactly. Like this guy's not. He's not coming in to yep. be a starter. He's a backup. The but backup. he is huge. Let him six, back seven, me up for Okay, let's six, see. Seven. Who's number three? Who's number three? Keep okay, going. Three is a DT that seemed to be a steal at first. Okay. Gallimore. It's going to be Gallimore. Yeah. Oh, it's our boy. I think I used the same photo of him. Come on, guys. Come on. Same photo? Yes, the... Uh, <laughs> it's the co- three Cowboys on the hot seat. A Canadian Canadian boy, though we can't hate on him. He, he could have him. a bounce back if he's still. I mean, if he's still on the team this year. AJ, Lo- could, are you, you're losing. Could your, move away. Are you losing your articles? Like, no, no. I'm I'm trying to get back to uh, this the the other article. See. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you're confusing me because I've been seeing that. <laughs> no, so I'm okay, just saying. Okay, so let's see. AJ just game. went full hey. full rogue and just went back on all yeah, the. Geez. I'm sorry. Hey, for audio listeners, that was really horrible. That was and, terrible uh, for him. You know, I'll t- I'll take that. But anyways, Nev- yeah, Neville Ga- uh, Gallimore. What's which this? is another reason why we possibly could be targeting a defensive interior in the first or second round. I I don't know. I think like. He did play a, a third of snaps, so that's pretty damn uh, through sixteen games. So that's pretty damn like good amount of play, spicy. But I guess he didn't have the season we were really hoping for. Not to to knock him, our standards are high. We expect yeah. a lot from our boys. Yeah. Let me see. I'm just gonna look at his stats here real quickly here, guys. For yeah, 20. let him stat, bro. Let him stat. Let Let me stat him up before we move on to the next guy here. So while he's statting them up, if you're uh, if you're rolling with us on a Sunday night, we appreciate you. Um, Ant's going to bring up Neville Gallimore's stats. Alex is trying to get to it quicker. So 2022, guys, it's showing that he only started one game. So yes, he did play a bunch of the snaps, but he only actually started the one game. He only had 33 tackles combined, 18 or 16 solo, two TFLs, uh, only one quarterback hit, and I'm trying to find sacks, and one, one sack. sack. So that's very, very subpar numbers for what we want, especially when we, at the start of the season, the Cowboys were off to the races, teeing off on quarterbacks, and hey. he didn't even get in on the action at that point. But I, I think in this case, to be honest, um, you know, I don't know if, if we can even make a play at Hankins, depending well, on... DJ's just saying compare that to Hankins. Please. That's what that's what's, what I'm saying. Like, like, like uh, well, I can pull him up while I'm chatting. Uh, Hankins, um, I think he would be someone who I would want to re-sign and then draft someone. Uh, Definitely, that's a better. Hankins would be a great. Uh, the the reason he'd be a great signing is because he could probably get him for fairly cheap, right? 
Oh, so his <laughs> his 2020, he had 20 combined, seven tackles, one tackle for loss, only one quarterback hit. Uh, that can't be. Oh, sorry, I wasn't. I didn't see the Dallas uh, section here. He actually, so he had a sack in the in the playoffs. 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 So I mean, Hankins' numbers aren't anything crazy either. No, so okay, maybe they both suck, but but <laughs> also that that you trash, doll. For the scheme, and I could be wrong, is that DT position? Obviously, you always want to try to be shoving someone down their throat at some point, and there, so you want that big body move, it being able to move in on the quarterback. But is that is it more of a collapse type of scheme often? And so, like, he's not necessarily or that position's not necessarily pushing. Maybe that's why we're seeing kind of well, lower you could tell. Stats. You could tell when Hankins was on the field. Remember when he was out and then he came back and LVE was back? It seemed like we were getting a lot more pressure on the running backs. Whereas yeah. when he was out, it just seemed like the middle of the field was wide open. Yeah, that's and I think that was that was one games. of the main issues when we had Law Nation on. Shout out to Law Nation. He had actually went over how Neville Gallimore had been getting smashed off the line of scrimmage. So, and as a defensive tackle, that's no bueno. Hey, either way, that position needs to be uh, looked at. Yeah, is that, I agree. That's the defensive interior. Yep, and they're they're calling that a need right now. Okay, so round three hasn't been kind lately. I guess we know who this is. And shout out to Olive and Barry Grant Jr. showing up. What up, Barry? So, Jalen Tolbert, number two. Already, wow, ruthless. Yeah, that is well, ruthless. Oh, hang on. I think get some love there. you got to move faster in today's NFL. You got a bunch of young. Look at the batch of quarter of, of wide receivers coming in. I'm and and uh, I can speak only because EJ Savage and Deffy took us through those uh, um, uh, prospects, but there's just a new batch of kind of ready to play in this NFL wide receiver group almost every year. And maybe it's like that for every position, but it just seems like there's a bunch of um, men Yep. because that's what you got to be when you get to the NFL. Got to be a bunch of men. And uh, they all have the ability or the potential to make it. Now, of course, not every single person does, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like it, it, you. What's hands? It's like a cat. I was waiting for. I was. I was waiting for Alex to not be able to focus. Uh, seeing. No, I, I, I was trying it. not to. And trying to open then. his blinds, but he's like fiddling with his yeah his uh, um, headphones, and he's holding the microphone like it's some sort of like radio antenna. <laughs> no, like I'm some sort to get of some lighting in here. Like get... No, no, he's some sort of audio video nerd. Open his window. I gotta get my. I gotta get my signal out the window. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get try my to get some more lighting. Either way, it's it's no hate against. Audio uh, video Tolbert, love audio video but he's nerds. but he hasn't showed up to play, and I think that each year you're going to get this opportunity again to draft another wide receiver who has his same ability caliber or maybe or better potential or better, especially like this. Is, he he got he got drafted to be a slot uh, wide receiver. There's guys in the draft right now that could take his position. I just do think one year is kind of a little bit. One year is too hard to say. I it mean, is. That's, like what well, you said, it, so some guys could take his position. What take his position on the bench? Cause that's guys, where he was. It is except for these, these things. I'll the say, NFL, I'll man. say these three things, but I actually don't know if there's three. Uh, <laughs> the fir- first one being look where he was drafted. Yep. Number, Number two, two, look at the talent that was on the Cowboys. It's not like, Oh, we, there was right. Not enough room for him to actually come out and show up. And number three, look what he actually did when he had time out there. It, hey, you make he great couldn't points. even make right. the field. If it, you like, you said if you're not beating out Noah I'm not, Brown, I'm not Noah Brown, and <laughs> no slag, the other ragtag guys that we were starting at some points, then you do have to take a look at it. So who's number one? Let's it's got to be Boss Man Fat, right? Yeah. 
Swing and a miss in round two. Scott, yeah, that's going to be boss, man. Calvin Joseph. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm killing it. Hey, I'm but Bland, Bland kind of was that breath of fresh air that made that okay. We'll see. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Calvin hey. Joseph, boss man, fat. Who had, he didn't play terribly on special teams, but when he got his time to shine at CB2, he just got burn, baby yeah. burn. He got burn, burn son. baby burn. All right. So the mini episode is as a mini episode technically is under one hour. Yeah. That's eight. That's that's a mini episode. Yeah. And uh, so we'll be back on what Wednesday with is that, or, is that what we're doing Wednesday? Yep. We're going to do another mock draft. Wednesday, six mock- p.m. PST. Wednesday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. We're going to be doing the second. We're going to do mock draft version 2.0. We're going to try to do it without any no trades. trades. No For trades real. this time. For real, no trades. For real, yeah, no trades. We're going to go. And, we, we need a true. We need just a true draft. No trades. And so, and and one of our guests has to be the Jerry Jones in the situation. Oh, Correct. Shit. Okay. Okay. All so right. we'll have to figure All right, out. All right, guys. All right. All right. Hey, for the... For the bandwagon boys over there in Chilliwack and Ant over here in Abbey, we will be back Wednesday night, 6 p.m., 9 p.m. He doxed us. <laughs> I doxed him. He doxed right. us. He doxed Peace us. Out. All right. Peace out, Cowboy Nation. Peace. Hola, hola. We them boys.